Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 Response Unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Storm Team Force always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you. You're listening to Brain Buster Radio. Hey everyone, David Conrad here, owner of the Gorilla Position Wrestle Store. We're an online store headquartered in San Antonio, Texas, bringing you the best in original wrestling shirts, accessories, collectibles, and more. We're glad to be partnering with Brain Buster Radio, and to thank them, and to thank you, we're offering 10% off all purchases with the coupon code BRAINBUSTA. That's B-R-A-I-N-B-U-S-T-A. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under at GP Wrestle Store, or check out our website, www.gpwrestlestore.com. Remember, when you want the best wrestling experience, you gotta hang out in gorilla position. Welcome to Wilfred Watches podcast on Brain Buster Radio. Um, yeah, so we are talking today. Best of the Super Juniors. This is going to be coming out on Tuesday, of course. So you're listening to this. You've already seen day one of the craziness that is Best of the Super Juniors 26. It is essentially a condensed G1. It's a smaller G1 block tournament with um, 10 participants in each block. You gather points by winning. You don't get any points if you lose. And um, it's lots of fun. Wrestling essentially every day for about $9 a month. It's fantastic. And... I'm going to talk about the best of the Super Juniors today with a very good friend, my guest, and Wednesday's show on Brain Buster Radio. That is Queen's Court, and I'm joined by Queen today. How are you? I'm so good. How are you? (laughs) (laughs) Funny, funny thing. Before we went on air, Queen says, okay, I have my choices. Now what? And, (laughs) And Queen says... And I say, well, you need to pick a winner. Who's winning? She says, ah, fuck. <laughs> Which was very humorous. Well, I mean, I'm funny, I ah, guess. Fuck. <laughs> ah, uh, fuck. God, I wish I had that recording. Um, okay. I can do that for you later, Wolfie. <laughs> okay. Well. Oh, hey. Oh. <laughs> 69. Oh. Hey. <laughs> um, so we are talking best of the Super Juniors. Um, this happens every May. It's a block tournament. I think, is this your first Best of the Super Juniors tournament that you've seen? No, this is not the, my first. Okay. But it's my first in this podcasting universe. Awesome. So okay. that's really exciting. Yeah. So last year's winner was Hiromu Takahashi defeating Taiji Ishimori. Um, that was a stellar wrestling match. A lot yeah. of people had that on their best match of the year. Um, on the very first annual Wilfie's Award Show, that was a big, big 
hits. A lot of people like that match. So get ready because it's going to get crazy over the next few weeks. Um, and then just a few days after the tournament, it's Dominion. So let's run through the blocks real quick. And what we're going to do is simply give you our top three on each block who we think is winning, and please go to at BrainBuster Radio right now while you're listening. Look at the pin tweets and check out our contest. Um, hopefully you have entered. Hopefully you are keeping track um, and uh, participating. We're going to give some free stuff away. So, Block A. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Block A is the legendary Tiger Mask. Show Dragon Lee, the current IWGP Junior Champion. Titan, former champion Marty Skrull. Jonathan Gresham, former champion Taiji Ishimori. Kanemaru, Taka Michinoku, and Shingo Tagagi. In the Block B, we have... Former champion Taguchi, former champion Will Ospreay, Rocky Romero, Yo, Bandito, Flip Gordon, El Fantasmo, Robbie Eagles, El Desperado, and former champion Bushi. So this kicks off yesterday, uh, so we are listening to this now, but let's give you a better path of where we believe the best of the Super Juniors will finish by the month's end. Now... Queen, when you saw this originally, I want to ask you your first impressions. Like, who were the first couple of names that popped out at you um, when you first saw these blocks announced? Oh, yeah. Right away, Dragon Lee, Marty Skrull, Will Ospreay, Bandito. I just got a sense right away that those were, like, the names. I was like, ooh, 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 great. This is going to be so excellent. And now that we're looking at these blocks, right? It's like, oh, shit, what's going to happen now? (laughs) It's going to get crazy. Yeah, we have CMLL, Ring of Honor, Rev Pro, and, of course, New Japan all being showcased here. There's going to be so much flippy, so much much high-speed action, so much hard-hitting action. And the finals take place at the Budokan. And that is uh, a historic venue. And we will ask you later at the end of the episode if we think we'll see a return at the end. So, mm-hmm. Block <laughs> A, I want to go through this just briefly here of mm-hmm. what I think is going to, how it's going to shape out. Now, before the blocks were even announced, Queen, the Twitter seemed to have Shingo dominating this and winning easily. Mm-hmm. And he is a very, very fancy pick to kind of just run riot over this entire lineup. And I find that laughable almost because <laughs> Shingo, whether you think you know which division he belongs to or not, you don't because <laughs> he is a junior. New Japan Pro Wrestling has defined him as a junior. He's a former junior tag champion. He's not a heavyweight. It doesn't matter what help would happen elsewhere in Dragon Gate. He is a junior mm-hmm. until told otherwise. Same thing with Marty Skrull. He's a junior here. Regardless of how he's perceived in Ring of Honor or elsewhere, Marty Skrull is a junior. 
Mm-hmm. And that is the context that we live in with New Japan Pro Wrestling. So when I saw Shingo and I saw the reaction, I said, there's no way Shingo is going to get through all of these previous and current champions in that block. And the more I look at it, the more I see Shingo falling and falling and falling mm-hmm. and not being in the top three. So that's my thought on Shingo. Although, yes, it would be a fantastic run to see him break free and start to dominate. But I don't think it's going to happen. What do you think about Shingo? Because he is really the star pick whenever we first started talking about this a couple months ago. Yeah, I, I sort of feel the same way you do. At first glance, I was like, yeah, I mean, he's definitely a name on the list that I, I could see going a far away, but I don't think he's going to be the top three of the block. I feel the same way you do. Uh, it would be nice to see him go far, but at the same time, I think there's some other th- people on this list that are going to outshine in a lot of ways. There's something that's great about New Japan Pro Wrestling is that when when you take in consideration tournaments, which they have a few of, mm-hmm. they the perception of a champion, the way that a, a champion or former champion is handled in New Japan Pro Wrestling is one of prestige. You typically see those people as favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, case in point, when Hiromu had his injury last year for this uh, junior title, they put four former champions in the mix to win the vacant title. They did mm-hmm. not put new faces in. They did not say, hey, this is our chance now to put some new names in the picture. They stuck to tradition. Who has held this title before? Who is actually deserving of this title? Mm-hmm. And and you got to look at that point in, and say... One of your favorites out of this block is likely going to be a former or current champion. It's just that's just how it is in New right. Japan Pro Wrestling. We're not going to see. We're we're very unlikely will we see Robbie Eagles run the course and get yeah. a huge push, or Show get a huge push and win the group. That's not what New Japan tournaments are like. Mm-mm. You're going to see previous champions do very well. So, with that mindset. I'm looking at block A and I'm seeing a couple of names that scream out to me. And that is Dragon Lee because he's the champion. Mm-hmm. Marty Skrull because he's a former champion. And Taiji Ishimori, another former champion. Those are my three that I look at immediately and say, someone out of there has got to win. Right. So, thinking about that... What I've learned over several years of watching New Japan Pro Wrestling and getting many G1s wrong is what I've learned is that you look at the schedule, you look at the lineups, and you see who is fighting on the final night. And you take that information, you look at the final matchups, and you say, aha, the winner's in that match. So here's what I have. May 31st, the final night for Block A, and here are our matchups. Taka versus Kanemaru, you know, bottom of the table there. Mm-hmm. Taiji Ishimori versus Shingo. That has second or third place written all over it. 
Oh, yeah. One of those, the winner of that will likely finish tied and lose on a tiebreaker or finish third is what I'm thinking. Show versus Jonathan Gresham. Another, I think, mid-table. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both might even end up with winning records, if possible. Tiger Mask versus Titan. I think those two are going to be lower on the table, unfortunately. And then you have Dragon Lee versus Marty Skrull. Mm-hmm. There's your deciding match. None of the other you know, m- matches, I think it all culminates to this. I think we're going to see spectacular two weeks of pro wrestling, but it comes down, in my book, Dragon Lee versus Marty. And I am going to hang my hat on Dragon Lee coming out on top on block A. Dragon Lee, Marty Skrull, and then Taiji finishing third. That's how I have my block A. Nice. (laughs) And funny enough... Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> really? Okay. Because yes. we have not consulted before this as far as no. who we have. And yep. that's my logic. Um, and I really do think this is going to culminate in Dragon Lee being out there, screaming, yelling, asking for Hiromu to come out. I oh, think okay. that's the moment we're there for. And that's what these next couple of weeks are there for. Please, Lord, I can't wait. <laughs> so tell me, I want to know your idea on block a and how you came to your top three well similarly to you you know i'm newer than you are in terms of watching new japan but you know from from watching and seeing what i have for the past couple of years my eyes like you went right to current and former champions so those three right away from block a stood out for me they had like the neon flash and i was like okay gotta mark those down and then i'm looking at everybody else and then we talked about Shingo, so we know how we feel about that. And the rest were kind of, I feel like, going to be, they're going to be fine matches, but nothing that's going to put them on the top. So I'm like, okay, Marty Skrull, former champ. Ishimori, former champ. Dragon Lee, current champ. And then you have this whole Hiromu thing. And I'm like, okay, then this has to be the three that I go with. And I feel like Dragon Lee is taking block A. He's the champ. So I feel like for me right away, that was my gut reaction. So that's what I'm going to stick with, that he's going to come out on top. And Marty, I feel like, has to have a great showing here. And I think him him coming in number two works well. And I think some of the matches that are going to occur for him are going to be very interesting. And then, of course, Ishimori to round out the top three. You know what's going to be interesting about Marty Skrull is that Brody King has gotten his visa this time for the tour um, if you remember um, around, I think it was November or December, um, they were, uh, PCO and Brody King were unable to get their visas in time. Right. So Brody is now on this tour. He's going to have some singles matches here and there. And okay. Villain Enterprises is fully alive. So I, I think Brody King is going to interject himself in a couple of matches and we'll see some Bullet Club-esque shenanigans here and there. Um, I'm starting to think that's the thing, you know, how they're portrayed in ring of honor versus how they are in new Japan could be two different things. You know, um, you could see somebody interfering and it could just, you could play it, you could spin it a different way. So I think Brody King is this unknown factor that could get Marty a few extra wins, which would be very interesting for Marty. (laughs) And, you know, to, to give the added little 
something something that's going on and i love bullet club shenanigans so i'm here for that (laughs) the um in block a i'm really interested to see the further progression of show versus shingo because when we've had the moments during Rapungi 3K versus LIJ, and you get those moments with Shingo and Sho in the same ring, mm-hmm. I think New Japan is doing what they do best, and they drop seeds. They're just dropping little teasers for us, a little scent. And when it's right, they're going to unleash the full entree and say Sho and Shingo are two guys right now. And I think that the progression of their story, because their feud has already started. Yes. And, and and the next layer of that will come over the next two weeks. And I think they're going to have some incredible showings. And when they finally meet, it could be one of the classics of the tournament, Show versus Shingo. So I would definitely try to find that out. If you um, look through all the schedules, that's probably going to be a barn burner. Yeah, I think so, too. And I'm very interested in them. Very interested. And I really like Sho. And I think I'm going to like him more and more and more as this goes on. Yeah, I like to call him uh, Sexy Boy Anonymous. Um, (laughs) The Rapungi 3K boys and and Ibushi. Um, So, hello. Um, Hey. (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, so that's how our block A looks, um, and we're very similar. So I want to hear your thoughts on block B first. Let's okay. hear who you have in your top three, okay. how you got to that point, and who is winning that particular block. Okay, so I'm going to go with the most obvious one first, and that's Will Ospreay, right? Technically, heavyweight coming in, you have to see that as a favorite. Plus, he's Will Ospreay. So I was thought about it, and I said, okay. In terms of... And now a, now a full-time uh, New Japan pro wrestler now. Exactly. So he's full-time, right. and, and he and his girlfriend, B Priestley, mm-hmm. full-time Japan now. So um, I know. will he be rewarded? That's what I was just going to get at. You read my mind. <laughs> so he's full-time New Japan now. So that's a real commitment. Right? That's that's a real like I'm here for the long haul. So I like that very much. So he for me, that was my first choice, easy. My second one is gonna go to El Fantasmo. His debut was so hot. I love him right away. I love him right away. Mm-hmm. I saw him, he comes out, I look at him. I'm ready. I love that he's in Bullet Club. I just want to hang out with him. I want to watch him wrestle all of the time. And I'm ready to see him shine in this tournament. I just got a feeling because he's new, he's going to make a great showing. He's not going to win, but he's going to make a great showing. And then there was a couple other on this list. And I'm like, well, I like Bandito a lot. I love Flip Gordon a lot. But I'm like, "Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm hemming and hawing. And then... I come to El Desperado, and then I'm, like, thinking about it. I'm like, does he make a great showing here? Is he going to be one of my top three? So I'm thinking about him, and I feel like he's not one that people are really paying attention to. And I feel like this is the time for major surprises. Things are going to happen here that people aren't expecting to happen. So I need to think outside of the box a little bit, because I feel like my block A was very obvious, 
So I'm like, okay, Black B, I'm going to put two people that I maybe wouldn't normally pick. A new person <laughs> and like a sleeper. And I'm going to put El Desperado there. So I think I'm going to say, well, Osprey comes out on top. You think so. So I think so. I think so. That's where I'm going to put my eggs in the basket. But I, <laughs> but I can I can hear a case for something else. So here is something to consider if this is your first time following a Best of the Super Juniors or the first time you've seen or followed along a Japanese wrestling block tournament. Mm-hmm. Here's the trick. And it's a free it's a free tip. It's uh, you know, simple and it's pretty reliable. <laughs> and I mentioned a little bit before, look at your last show, look at the last card, the last schedule of the tournament the answer is there okay mm-hmm. so let's look at june 3rd that's the final night for B- for the b block mm-hmm. here are your matches flip gordon versus bushi that has you know six points written all over it yo versus robbie eagles i think those two are going to suffer you might get four or six points each maybe rocky romero and bandito not going to factor in the decision, I don't believe. And here, <clears throat> this is where it gets good. Taguchi, a former finalist, taking on Will Ospreay. That's going to be a surprise stellar match. And yeah. Desperado versus Phantasmo. So, the way that the last night is shaping up leads me to my top three, which are essentially very similar to yours, but a little twist. Okay. As soon as I saw this poster come out on the Line Ticket app, um, it was prematurely put out, and I saw the 19 competitors, and I said, Will Ospreay's on that poster. He would not have been my first pick. if He wouldn't have been my pick if, you know, he, I would have gone with Shingo. I would have gone with Marty or Dragon Lee. Mm-hmm. But seeing Will on that poster said to me, he is definitely going to either win or be in the final. 100% when I saw his face on there because, look, January, December, February, he has been portrayed as a never open weight competitor. And right. that's unusual because that has always been a big beefy boy belt. That has always been a big Haas belt mm-hmm. with Ibushi in the mix. Um, and Osprey in the mix. That has signaled to us that Ibushi and Osprey are transitional weights now so they can be on either side and the way that new japan looks at heavyweights heavyweights always come out on top of juniors it's just Mm -hmm. that simple and that's why when i see will osprey he's got to win this block and possibly the whole thing so osprey's winning this but in the block he's winning the b block but i think his match with taguchi could be an absolute show stealer because Mm. when Taguchi brings it I know he's very comedic and very fun when he brings it he is at the top of the junior game and that's why he's been in finals before that's why he always has a very strong showing in the best of the super juniors even taking on Will Ospreay in 2016's best of the super junior final and just losing um, just nearly losing. So, Will Ospreay, B-Block winner. But I think 
it's going to be very interesting because there's going to be a chance for Desperado to win the group, and he's going to fail at the last possible moment. Mm. So here's what I have. Going into the final night, Desperado and Osprey are even. Um, they're essentially tied up. Osprey has the tiebreaker if need be. Osprey loses to Taguchi. Oh. And Desperado loses to Phantasmo. And the way that this all works out is that because of the tiebreaker, Osprey still advances. Osprey will have a feud with Desperado later. Will finishes first on a tiebreaker over Desperado, and Phantasmo finishes third. Wow. Okay. Because okay. look, man, listen, Gato loves him some motherfucking ties. Truth. He loves some tiebreakers to get you You're all true. fucking confused and shit on the last <laughs> second in the last match saying, oh, wait, so so-and-so can win? So tiebreakers Gato loves. And I think, uh, you know, I have not worked out match by match. I'm just looking at the whole thing. Mm-hmm. I think Osprey's going to win on a tiebreaker. Osprey and Desperado both lose on the final night, but Osprey wins the block. So... That has my finals as Dragon Lee versus Will Ospreay. <laughs> yep, me too. <laughs> now, shit. I um, I think if this were the final any other year, it would be Will Ospreay hands down. But I don't think people really understand or can you know sense. That reception of Hiromu Takahashi coming out to a building of that prestige. Which is why I think Dragon Lee will win. But it's not the end of Osprey at all. Um, I think Dragon Lee does win. Very, very close call. And he sits there. He's asking. People are chanting and screaming for Hiromu. And we get the noise, we get the sound, and he comes out and says, sure, I'll fight you in a few days. And that's my dream fantasy booking, and I hope, I hope that that's real life. We will see. Um, So how do you see the finals playing out? I think I agree with you about that whole situation. I would love for Hiromu to come out. I think that would just be so perfect what we... I feel like a lot of us really want to see happen. We've been waiting and I feel like this would be such a great opportunity to make this moment happen. It's going to blow the roof off the place. And I I don't like to bet against Will Ospreay (laughs) because I love him personally, but also because I feel like, yeah, you're right. If this were last year or next year and this all Hiromu Dragon League thing wasn't happening, I feel like I'd pick him all day. But I don't know that my heart can pick it 100% given what else is happening here and the potential for such a great experience for Dragon Lee to win, Aroma to come out, and this beginning of madness. And I can't wait. This is the thing about New Japan is that they set it up to where, you know, I don't know for sure, but Hiromu might have been able to return like a month ago. Right. But if they're going to do something, it's going to be logical, it's going to make sense, and they're going to maximize the return. They're not Mm -hmm. going to bring him out on a best of Super Juniors. 
you know, first nights. They're not going to bring them out at G1 Supercard. Nope. They're going to bring them out when it matters. When there will be women, children, men crying in the audience. And right? that's that's just the best way to do this. And looking at Hiromu's Twitter is... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the last 40 to 50 tweets has all been about Best of Super Juniors. He's got pictures of his mask. He's they've uh, New Japan World has put up the Dragon Lee versus Hiromu's uh, Best of Super Ju- uh, Junior 24 match for free online. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is tweeting away. He's excited. It's got to be. It's got to be time. But It feels like it is. So that's what I'm thinking. I am going to say Dragon Lee... Beats Osprey. Osprey will take on Desperado um, for a uh, title contention next, I believe. And I do think we'll see Hiromu versus Will Osprey uh, maybe you know later down the line this year, or even something they can hold for Wrestle Kingdom. Uh, I don't know, but uh, we'll see. I don't think Osprey is going to move up to the heavyweight this year. No, I don't think so either. I think he's going to mess around with the juniors and the never belt and then start to flirt with the IC belt in 2020. I can't wait for him to flirt with that belt. That's, oh, God. You know, that's the thing. It's uh, very possible that New Japan, looking at it through their eyes, their vantage point, that they may see Osprey even higher than that. We have no idea. How That's high true. they see Osprey. Um, so it's fascinating to see. So before we move on, we do also have Jay White versus Tanahashi. So um, Tana- Tanahashi came out at Dontaku in the sexy shorts and a blazer, which is a great look. <laughs> so good. And his hair was majestic. I started drooling. Um, well, some sort of precipitation was happening. And <laughs> hey, my show, my rules, Queen. This is how that's we roll right, honey. Here. I'm just along for the ride. Just slip and slide <laughs> over. So, oh, <laughs> Tanahashi was attacked by um, I'm just a skater boy, Jay White. He's growing a beard now, he's got a do rag, I think, and he's really, you know, he's really finding himself at 14 years old or whatever. He's <laughs> You know, Jay White, (laughs) he's lonely. He came to New Japan, started his career after his excursion versus Tanahashi for the IC belt and lost. He later went on to essentially kill Bullet Club, kill Chaos, and then he revived Bullet Club and then became the heavyweight champion. And, you know, he's done a lot. And he's hit his first hurdle in his career. And that hurdle has been Tanahashi. It's always been that guy that he has been fighting. And it's a brilliant feud that Tanahashi and Jay White have been having over the past few years. Mm. And we get a new layer to the story on the Best of the Super Juniors finals night. So, with that context, what do you think happens in this match? Who wins? Man, see, I knew you were going to ask me this question, <laughs> and I still don't know if I know an answer. Um, okay, so Tana, you know, injury, surgery, things have been happening for him. 
Jay White, Fall from Grace, but I don't think we're done with Jay White just yet. I think there are things for him in the future, which is why I think he's going to beat Tana. Okay. I think that you're on the right track. I think it seems appropriate for Jay to get the upper hand for a little mm-hmm. while. For a little bit, yeah. yeah. For a little while. Um, it's um, it, It's a lovely story. And I think that because storylines and feuds last um the the duration of feuds lasts a little longer it's mm-hmm. it's harder for some fans to see a storyline happening because it moves at a glacier pace right uh, versus you know uh, things like WWE where it happens over the span of 2 to 3 weeks and you know it, it the the whole story flips in 3 weeks or you see something like Progress Pro Wrestling. You see a story start to build, and you kind of know where the ending is going to be at the next, you know, huge show in like three months. Right. Um, New Japan will take their time, and they'll take years to tell the story. Um, so it's a totally different pace, and I think that we're living through one of the best stories of our lifetime. And a lot of people aren't even recognizing how good. Tanahashi versus Jay White story is, oh, and yeah. um, we're really in like chapter two. Like it's it's just the beginning of a great story. Um, so what I'm gonna say is I do think Jay White wins, gets the upper hand. I think it's gonna be dastardly. I think he's going to maybe injure or you know kayfabe injure Tanahashi to where mm-hmm. we question Tanahashi returning, and uh, you know of course he returns. He always returns. And uh, I think Tanahashi will get his comeuppance in the G1 at that time against Jay White. Good call. I think Jay White wins this. Tanahashi gets a little rest, does some Rev Pro shows, um, some appearances, maybe a Ring of Honor show. And he comes back and he enters G1 as the defending G1 winner. So he needs rest. He's older. Lots of injuries. Um, yeah, for sure. This is that time, right in the middle of the year, springtime to summertime. This is when he needs his rest. If we're going to get him in Wrestle Kingdom and G1, this is when he needs to take it easy. So I right. think he's going to lose this one. Um, we do also have um, a few nights that I wanted to discuss on the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. These are Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Cork and Hall shows. So, Cork and Hall is going to be electric. And I think we're going to see some some really stellar matches. So, here's what we have. Some matches to look out for. If you miss everything, find the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th and watch those shows. Because on the 22nd, you have Marty Skrull versus Shingo. You have Will Ospreay versus El Phantasmo. That's a headline match. Um, Love it. And it even goes as deep as Bandito versus Flip Gordon. That's going to be wild. My heart is so happy right now. (laughs) While you're reading this out loud, I'm like bursting with joy. (laughs) Look, I mean, every every night there's going to be some great matches, but they always put a show on at Corican, and it's going to matter a lot. And as I mentioned before we went on air, I do think Cork and Hall, um, one of these cards, we're going to get some serious upsets. 
just to kind of reset the field and go into the final week, we're going to get some huge upsets. Um, mm-hmm. So the 23rd is headlined by, I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of great matches, but the ones that jump out to me is Show versus Marty Skrull. Show the future. Marty, the recent past. Flip versus El Phantasm- Phantasmo. Mm. Osprey versus Bandito. That is a huge one. And then you get a very dynamic match between Dragon Lee versus Shingo with lots of little subplots there mm. um, in regards to LIJ. And uh, on the 24th, um, I would uh, pick out... I think Show versus Tiger Mask could be a surprising one. Um, you'll also have Taguchi versus Bandito. A difference of styles, but I think it's going to be an exciting one. Gresham versus Taiji. That's, I think, going to be the best wrestling match of the weekend um, there. And then you get Osprey versus Flip, which you know is going to be an exciting, enthralling, fast-paced match. Um, so those are three nights, the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th, that I would really go out of your way to try to watch um, if you get the chance to. So, this all kicks off on the 13th, um, Monday, and goes throughout the June 5th is the final night where the finals occur, and then Dominion just a few days later. So, it's it's exciting. Um, I'm fascinated to hear what you guys think uh, will be the results of the Best of the Super Juniors tournaments, and how Dominion shapes up, of course, headlined by... Okada versus Jericho. So, wow. Queen, uh, tell us briefly about yourself, of course, what your show is all about, and where we can find you on the internet. Well, you can find me at the Queen of NE on Twitter and at X the Queen of NE on Instagram. I have this little show, you know, called Queen's Court on Brain Busta Radio every single Wednesday. And it's an interactive, collaborative show. You know, I take listener input and questions and topics that they want to hear me talk about. I have a bunch of collabs. Recently did my first interview with Miss Kanji, which, you know, was a week ago. So you better have checked that out. And if you haven't, please do so. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm having a blast. Yeah, um, let's be honest, guys. Um, Queen's Court is really doing really the best when it comes to downloads um but honestly we are here for interaction we're not here for stats that's right and uh let us know what you guys think about um best of the super juniors of course let me know at wilford watches or at brain buster radio and please give a listen to queen's court every wednesday along with all the great shows on brain buster radio you can subscribe on itunes spotify Castbox, whatever whatever it is we're there just type in brain buster radio and you will see us subscribe so we know you're listening and interact with us online we'll talk to any of you um and enjoy best of the super juniors we'll be back next week with a Week one recap, uh, just kind of covering all the craziness of the first week. And uh, very excited to talk about it. So we'll talk to you next time.
Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 response unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Store People are always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you. Raise your hand if you like saving a few bucks. If you do love saving money, join me, Susan Hogan, on News 4 at 5. Our NBC4 response unit is protecting you from scams, rip-offs, and dangerous products. We've already recovered more than a million dollars. Jim Hanley here. Susan's got your wallet covered. Wendy Rieger and I will get you up to speed. Staying on top of constantly changing headlines and what they mean for you. And Store People are always keeping you ahead of weather changes. Join me, Doug Kammerer, and the rest of us on News 4 at 5, working for you.